Hey guys, welcome back to the Playmakers Podcast. Excited to have you guys along with us. Your host, Alex. It's Phil, too. Guys, we have a second week of fantasy football updates for you here right now. Uh, we have something we forgot to mention last podcast, but guess what? This episode, we get to mention the best part about week one. Yeah. Phil and I went up against each other in week one, and I'm not going to lie. He was in our 10-man league. He was the only person I could have possibly beat because he's the person who scored the lowest. I scored the second lowest. Yeah. With a final score of, let's pull it up here real quick because I want to. Pe- I want to. Because let- why the freak not? I think I have it up right here. Um, gosh, so freaking annoying. Here we go. All right, so NFL Week One, Obijan Kenobi, which is my team, scored eighty-five point four eight points, be- defeated T Higgins' right shoulder <laughs> with a grand total of eighty-two point one six. So I beat him by three point three two points. You know who didn't defeat? T. Higgins' right shoulder. Tomorrow, Hamlin. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did because he came back. Yeah, I He's mean, alive. He literally killed him first. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I would have lost to everybody else in the league. Yeah. <laughs> including Little Kid Lover. And he was 86.84. And he's the one who drafted Odell in the second round. Yeah. And I think he also had Cooper Cup. Yeah. yeah. It's... Week one, I never take too seriously. Like, it's so frustrating well, every year. this week one is a little bit different. It's different for me because I have to pay for it now. His punishment. So, if you guys don't remember, last week we set the punishment for the loser has to wear a jersey of a player that they do not want. And, obviously, yeah. the other person has to pick it for him. Mine Phil, would have been very controversial if I had Yours would have been probably controversial. The, thing, the best part about this one is... Everybody who listens to the show should know who your least favorite person is on this yeah. earth. Not just football-wise. It's just your least. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? He's probably up there with your parents. But um. Oh, yikes. <laughs> is that too mean to him? <laughs> I don't know, actually, at this point. No. But Anyways. Dude, it's... So, Phil gets to wear a Carson Wentz jersey. And we're gonna have a we're going to have a little photo shoot with it. And he's going to walk through downtown Denver wearing it as well, too. Because why not? Yeah, that's when I'll wear it is when we go to Denver. That's going to be... So keep an eye out. It, it, that's not going to be until October 30th. We probably won't get it out until the 1st of November or something like that on our social media. But you guys are going to see a Phil Carson Wentz photo shoot. I might be dead because I said you wouldn't find me dead in a Carson Wentz jersey. <laughs> so you might. That's probably... That's okay. His funeral photos will be in a Carson Wentz jersey because guess what? No one else will be... I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, the cats Especially if they knew I was wearing a Wentz jersey, nobody would show up. Carson might. Even he wouldn't. They literally are trying to get rid of his jerseys online. They, they really were, dude. This jersey on the official NFL website was 90% off. Yeah, they're trying to just get rid of him from the NFL. It He's was so bad. Out. It was so bad. Anyway, so I got a good deal on it. Yeah. And just to add a little cherry on top, so if any of you who order online, you know, you get updates. I put Phil's phone number as the update to send text updates to so that he knows exactly where that jersey is. And when yeah. it comes in... My week one was not a good week. It was not. A, literally everything that could have gone wrong for him went wrong. Yeah, my Almost everything went wrong for my me. My bets didn't go through because the two players that probably were the best options for any time touchdown didn't hit. My freaking team winning parlay did not go through because of the freaking um, Bengals. The Bengals literally, like, just Bengals whole crew. Were they the only ones that lost or did someone else? On my parlay, yeah, they were the only ones. They cost me about 800 bucks. Or they didn't, I didn't bet eight hundred bucks, right? But, but I would have won like eight forty. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you don't gamble. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mine was I, even worse. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like we're going tomorrow <laughs> to go they back and play okay, some more. There may be children. Don't don't let them down. I'm just kidding. Long story short, guys, be ready to be oh, upset. My. Literally, everything that could have gone wrong for you, I, went I wrong. have been never so upset. Like, or I've never been so upset with a team like I was the Bengals, dude. Because I did. I checked my parlay. They were the only team that didn't come through for me. Mm-hmm. So that's great. That's awesome, dude. It's great. It's the best. I mean, what can I say, though? I am... That actually is making me so mad. <laughs> well, Ooh, okay, just... I got to get over it. It's done. I can't go back and change it. This is why I wish I had a time machine. This is exactly what I would use it for. But well, I want to <laughs> add on a little bit of anger onto that, too, before oh, we hop into the fantasy. Great. Um, we just I just made a fantasy trade in our league. Oh, that doesn't anger me. I think that's hilarious. Well, it, what it, makes me mad is I didn't think of doing exactly. like that first. So just for you guys who do play fantasy football out there, the four players involved in this trade were Josh Jacobs, George Pickens, Jamal Williams, and Amari Cooper. 
if you trade all three of those players for Josh Jacobs, I still don't know if that's a fair trade. It's it, it it's a little bit better, but I'd say that's fair if you gave all of it maybe for just him. Anyways, I ended up trading Amari Cooper and <clears throat> Jamal Williams for Josh Jacobs and George Pickens. So many things that are wrong with that trade. So Not for me. Well, duck. Because, but you know, you fleeced that. And oh, one hundred percent. You can call me the big fleece. Because, because George Pickens is now the wide receiver one. Yep. Because Deontay Jackson's out. I think at least a Johnson's few weeks. out a couple or weeks. Or Johnson, yeah. yeah Deontay Jackson, Johnson, yeah. Um, to be fair, he was never going to take touchdowns from Pickens, anyways. Josh Jacobs literally was a top running back last year, and this year, yeah, he didn't have a great week one, but. You know who else didn't have a great week one? Everybody. <laughs> Except for like a few select players. Yeah. Like T. Higgins didn't do well. Oh, dude, Jamar Chase didn't do well. Joe Mixon didn't do well. Joe Burrow. Derrick Henry didn't do well. Like A lot of players did not have good week ones. No, it's because they don't play in the preseason. So a lot of the times they do start off rusty week one. But dude, I... <sighs> So in honor, Josh Jacobs literally might finish as a top running back, and you yeah. got him for Jamal Williams, who isn't even going to be a starter in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. And Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper, who it's going to be very hit or miss because Deshaun Watson, I targeted Elijah Moore just as much. Yeah, so. really likes Elijah Moore, and then also he runs a lot too, so that's another thing. Oh my gosh, dude. So, in honor of people not having a great week one, I am going to present to you the worst possible lineup for week one you could have had. Mind you, I had two of these people in my starting lineup, and I still won. I know. At quarterback, including myself, I had Joe Burrow with 3.18 points. At RB1, one of the running backs that you just love to hate on, and he just justified you for the week one, Najee Harris, Mm -hmm. with 5.3 points. Yep. The other RB, which was actually on your team, Damian Pierce with 6.7. Yep. Wide receiver one, who was on my team also, T. Higgins, did not get a single point. Yep. Wide receiver two, Drake London, although I think that's just a product of his offense because they don't really throw. Just ask Cal Pitts. Poor Poor Cal Pitts. The only person apparently they like to throw to is B. John Robinson. (laughs) Had like eight catches for like 30 yards. Yeah. In the tight end position, Okongwu, I think it's called Chick Okongwu. He's a Titans starting tight end. I don't know if he was targeted or not, but Tannehill threw three picks, so there's a chance one of those was meant for him. But the point is, when Tannehill's your quarterback, don't have high hopes. I mean, I've always said that, but it's fine. In the flex, Sky Moore with .4. I know, I think he was like targeted once. Exactly. <laughs> with the honor of the worst defense in week one. We got to give a shout out to the Chargers, who would have lost your team five points minus five points. And last but not least, the honor of the kicker who had probably the worst week one. Actually, no, I think he's tied with Will Lutz, but Graham Gano minus two points. Ladies and gentlemen. But you know why you won? It's because you had McCaffrey. McCaffrey went off. McCaffrey did go off. And your defense just... You know, decided to show up for like two quarters, and then it was enough to hold me off. Your defense outscored my defense. Yeah, but your defense scored a touchdown. So if they didn't score that touchdown, I would have won. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you. you so would've. yeah. So it's fine. Week one, I try to take with just a grain of salt because it's a lot of the players are. It's a lot like their preseason game, mm-hmm. getting kind of back into game shape. Like it takes a couple of games. Um. But that's why you don't make hasty bad trades at week one, dude. Trades you shouldn't make till you shouldn't really make until week three or four. That's maybe. why you leverage from a, a place of strength. You didn't even leverage. You just were like, "F it, let's see what happens," and it went through. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you target players on a down week that you know are gonna make a comeback. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that fantasy team would have gotten you a whopping eight point five eight points. That's insane. Now, in honor of the worst, we're also going to bring up the best possible lineup you could have. I'm guessing QB1 is Tua. Tua with 27.14 points. And wide receiver one, I'm sure, was Tyreek. With 44.5. Wide receiver two, Ayuk. 32.9. Dang, I'm just guessing. I'm hitting all of these. Okay, so wait. Now, running back one, Kirsten McCaffrey. Nope. Really? So he's RB2 then? Nope. Flex? Nope. What? The two, RB1 is Aaron Jones, 26.7. Oh, yeah. RB2? Eckler, 26.4. Yeah. 
McCaffrey had 25.9. Oh, so pretty dang close. Pretty dang close. Flex, though, was Jacoby Myers. Oh, that's right. 29.1. Tight end. This was the weakest position of week one by far. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry with 16.6. And then defense, Dallas is defense. Not even close. 35 points. The best scoring defense scored more than every position except for Tyreek Hill. That's how you know week one was just a freaking weird week. Literally, every other position was outscored by a defense except for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's just bad. Actually, I think Tyreek Hill... And then what? The kicker was Jake Elliott? With 18 points. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think the Dallas defense was the second highest unit in general for the week one fantasy. That's very possible. No, it is because the other one would be on here if there was someone else that scored more. Oh, wow. So... The wow. Dallas defense was the second highest fantasy point scoring player of week one behind Tyreek Hill. That's really how you know that it was a That was such a fluky week, week one. Yeah. yeah, so we'll count your win as a fluke. But it, 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 you know what? It came at the right time for you. The fluke counted because at the end of the day, it's going to get me something that you've never wanted. And that's you in a Carson Wentz jersey. It's okay. When we meet in week 10, I just want that Bosa jersey, that Nick Bosa jersey. I don't know, dude. You're going to have to work on your arms because I don't know if your arms are going to look like sticks in there. <laughs> no, dude. I just – it's going to – Anyways, we're going to hop into our matchups for this next week here. We're I know my arms are going to be so disappointing compared to what Bosa's dude, look Bosa's like. Are, <laughs> he's he's so ripped. Insane. He's insane. It's okay. I'll just hit the gym every day for the rest of my life for six hours and I right. can maybe catch up to him. Honestly. Gosh, dang it, dude. He's insane. Okay. Um. So – yeah, this will be just fantasy fo- uh, football focused this week, this or this week, this this episode. Um, so let's just go through the matchups and see who are good players that you should make sure in your lineup if you've got them. Um, if you haven't play them, if not, like you know, and then maybe players who are maybe good but won't do that great this week, whatever. For sure. Um, so let's start Thursday night football. We have Minnesota at Philadelphia. Obviously, you're starting Jay Jettis. You're starting Jettis. I don't care. And T.J. Hawkinson. Those two, you're going to start. Yeah. Sure. I would also start – actually, in your flex, I would consider starting Jordan Addison because he had a really good week one. It's, it's, it's a bit risky just because that that uh, Eagles defense is no joke. Um, so it would be a little bit risky, I think. However, but he's still, James Bradbury has officially been ruled but out. But Bradbury is out, and I think another person on the Eagles defense Can is it, out. Or, I, um, or maybe it wasn't. It, it's the safety. Yeah. One of their sa- the starting safety and starting Q- uh, CB two they're all out yeah. so that's why Addison I think is going to be a good play because number one big play Slay is going to be trailing yeah. Justin Jefferson for most of the night yeah so Addison's going to get a lot of the backups the cornerback two and all that he's going to get a lot of work I think yeah he now, should yeah. another player you're going to want to avoid this play even though he was the bell cow Kenneth Gainwell is officially out for Thursday oh, yeah, night football no. too so and I think Rashad Penny is out. So you might you might want to look into starting Swift. If Penny's out, wait, is Penny out? Because he was might. a Week One scratch. I don't think he was hurt though. I thought I saw somewhere he didn't practice or something. I could be wrong though. I Maybe. could have misread that. But anyways, it's pretty clear DeAndre Swift is going to be the RB one for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, he should. Be. Now, depending on who your running backs are so, and who you have for your flex, he's a potential good start. My only issue with that is. You still have Jalen Hurts, who's going to take up to a me, lot of those I was touches. just going to say, it's kind of like Baltimore's running back like situation. They always have like so many decent running backs, but you never know who's actually going to get the goal line touches. You never know who's going to actually have a good week that week. Yeah. Um, but if you have Swift, it, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a bad option to start because Minnesota doesn't really have the greatest you know, run defense. So, I mean, you have a very good shot on getting a, a touchdown or so in there. I, would, I wouldn't put it past Swift on getting a touchdown this week against the uh, Vikings. I'd, pr- I'd probably start him if I had him in my flex or something. In your flex? That, I, I don't know if I'd start him in the flex just yet because he's also improving. We haven't seen him in this offense quite yet. Right, but, I mean, again, it, it's it's Swift. They're gonna, yeah. they, he's obviously a high-caliber player. For sure. so, yeah. so that's Thursday night football there, so that's something to keep an eye on. For Minnesota, Madison did not have a great week one, and to be honest with you, that Vikings O-line is not great. I would probably avoid Alexander Madison right now. It'd be interesting. I think that I, I don't know. I think he could still have a decent week, but it's There's it's just better hard flex to, plays. Yeah, I'm sure there probably is. But if you have him, I wouldn't. I don't know. It would be if you have him, then maybe you don't have better options. Yeah. So, anyways, let's hop on over to Cincinnati hosting Baltimore. Before be we get into this one, game. before we get into this one. 
For all of you people who watched that browns Bengals game, I have some very important fantasy news for you right now. Currently right now, as of 8.33 Mountain Time, Wednesday, September 13th, the weather report for Cincinnati is, it raining? is 11 a.m. It's 79 degrees is what it says right now with a hold, hold up that's precipitation oh that's saturday sorry actually that's a lie sunday 77 percent or not percent 77 degree high at 11 which is kickoff there's a 15 percent chance of precipitation which isn't terrible no but anyways something to keep in mind but as that being said Start all your Bengals players. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you can't not start them. I mean, Ravens' defense is decent, but still, you can't not start Chase or Higgins or Mixon or Burrow. Even Boyd might be a good flex play if you've got him. Like, honestly, because he was catching a lot. I think he almost had more than... He, he had more than Higgins. I don't know if he had more than Chase. If he didn't, it was very close. I, I will say this, though. A few, a few catches. I feel like they might come out and try to force feed T. Higgins to start the game, especially since he didn't have any catches last week, just to get him in rhythm. It's possible, but I also could see them trying the same thing with Chase because he didn't have that mm-hmm. great of a game either. So, right. Honestly, I think this is going to be like a restart week for them. Basically, but start all your Bengals players. Now, for the Ravens, it's interesting. Lamar, obviously, pretty clear-cut start. I'm having troubles if I'm deciding if I should start Zay Flowers. See, that's that Because I have him, and he had like 15, 16 17 points. and a half or something yeah. like that, yeah. So... Like, he might be a really good flex spot. I, with my receivers, I have A.J. Brown and Chase. I'm not putting, like, Another, you know, Zay yeah. Flowers over them. But, like, a, that would be a great flex play, maybe. Now, they are going up against a tougher defense in Cincinnati than they were against Houston. But I will say this. Well, a lot of his catches, though, weren't, like, on. they were just, like, these little, like, yeah, screen like shuttle pass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the pursuit from the Cincinnati defense is going to be better. I don't know if he's going to have as many points, but I think Zay Flowers is still a solid flex play right now. Yeah, I I might wait one more week to see if they still target him like that. Because if they keep if they if they target him the same way, the way they did this week or last week, I'll probably be putting him in my flex. Maybe you know yeah, from here sure. on out. So, um, but I mean, I will, I don't see it as like a bad risk putting him in there because I mean he was targeted a lot. Another potential flex play, Justice Hill. Because he got all the goal line snaps, and obviously now that J.K. Dobbins is out. If you had Dobbins, I'd go pick up Hill. Yeah, 100, 110%. I would definitely, because he got all the goal line touches. Yeah, I, we didn't see Gus Edwards around the goal line. No, and but it's still kind of a little bit hesitant, though, because it does remind me of the Eagles, because I remember throughout all last year, it, it was honestly a different one each week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it was Lamar, sometimes it was Hill, sometimes it was Gus Edwards. Um, but honestly, I would go pick up Hill because he looks like he's getting the favored for Justice the, Hill right now. For, yeah. yeah. So, um, so for now, and then OBJ maybe a flex play right now, maybe because he did he started off really slow, but then he, he was held up a lot that game though. He yeah. drew I think two or three pass interference calls that were actually pretty good calls because he was just like held from even pursuing where he needed mm-hmm. to go. So I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily not play Odell in my flex if I have him because he's a player that. He's like a better boomer bust, I think, than Gabe Davis because I think he would has more of a chance to do better and more a little bit more consistent. Fair enough. I will say this: Who would you start with if, let's say, somebody is trying to play their flex? Would you go Zay Flowers or would you go OBJ? Right now, I would go Zay Flowers Same. just because he was targeted a lot already. But if I have both, that's only if I have both. If I have one or the other, I'm putting them in my flex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, Seahawks at the Lions. Let's start with the Lions. Obviously, if you have Amon Ra, start him. Now, here's the thing with Jameer Gibbs. He had a slow week one because David Montgomery got a lot of the work. Dan Campbell did come out after the game and say that they were going to start ramping up Gibbs' touches, though. Because the touches oh, yeah. he did have, he had really good touches. He would have had a they're touchdown if he didn't his, they're fall. They are just getting his feet wet. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he looked really good. I would start Gibbs. I would start Gibbs. If I have Gibbs, he I'm was, starting Yeah, he was, he was drafted really high, too, so it's kind of hard not to start him. I would still say David Montgomery's not a bad flex I, play right I now. I would still think about putting him in, but I think he is going to get less and less touches as the year goes on. I think he is someone who is going to get kind of like phased out a little bit if mm-hmm. Jameer Gibbs keeps playing good. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I can 100% agree with that. But for this week, I would not think it's a bad play to start him, especially against the Seahawks. I could see Gibbs and Montgomery both having great games like Bijan and Algier did last week. Sleeper pick for this week for me is Sam Laporta. 
tight end oh, for the he Lions. Looks like he's going to be good. He had a lot of he had a really lot of re, um, really good catches during that Kansas City game, especially for Jared Goff. Looked like it was his second favorite target, only yeah. behind Amon Ra. Yeah. So if you have Sam Laporta, that's someone I would probably start in your tight end spot this week. Yeah. Now for the Seahawks, Geno Smith. You can find someone else. You can find someone else. DK, start DK. Like if you don't have, if you had um, Aaron Rodgers, go find Purdy. I'd put, I'd go look at Purdy because I picked up Purdy because I just wanted him from the start. Yeah, because, he looked good. But like, I mean, if you are in a regular league that maybe doesn't like the 49ers like I do, yep. Um, go pick up Purdy. He's got probably the best supporting cast around him. He than has any other. such a great cast, dude. And he's like, and it proved that you still have to be a decent quarterback to make it work, though. Oh, one hundred percent. And he is a great quarterback. He, you know, I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, with T.J. Watt breathing down his neck the whole game last game, he still had a great game. Mm-hmm. And he's going up against a much, much, much... I mean, that's a whole different discussion. But he's going up against a much less intense defense, in my opinion, this week. He's yep. still going up against Aaron Donald, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, most starts are obviously Amon Ra, Gibbs, Montgomery. On the Seahawks side, I mean, you got to start DK. DK. You can't not start start DK. That's going to be a fun matchup to watch him against CJ Gardner Johnson. That's going to be interesting. I th- what's going to be most interesting for me here is I, you you have to start DK because he was a, he was a really high draft pick. I don't know about anyone else on that defense, especially Kenneth Gain or not Kenneth Gain, well Kenneth Walker. He had a really good game against the Rams, but number one, that Lions D line is coming to eat. No, that Lions dealing is insane. Like, yeah, I honestly, if any Lockett of you watch, might be, Lockett might be a good pick because he can get like a lot of. I'm gonna say no to Lockett though because I think he's in concussion protocol. Oh, and he is exactly. I didn't see that. So yeah, if no, if he's on concussion protocol, don't start him. But also, <laughs> do I don't know how much time Geno Smith is gonna have to throw anyways. Because remember, last week they started off hot. In the second week, they had or in the second week they had four total offensive yards in the second half. Yeah, or no, in the second and, half. And this yeah. is against that was against the Rams. And the Lions looked. Aiden Hutchinson is coming for blood, dude. He looked crazy. I don't know who the and here's the thing too. Both starting tackles might be out for the Seahawks too. Yeah, I still think I still think DK is a good start because he's got to throw somewhere, mm-hmm. and he is going to be the one that's targeted, even if it's like six or seven catches for like twenty to thirty yards. Yeah, he's probably going to find him. In the red zone, he's going to get him a lot of catches. Even if it's no touchdowns, The cat, if you're in a PPR league, he's still going to be a great pick. For sure. But, um, but yeah, I think that's about it. I feel like comfortable yeah. starting on the on the Seahawks. There you go. I will say this. I don't, we don't want to take up too much time, so I'm going to just start doing one start and one dud from each game. Okay. Um, that way we can speed it up a little bit more here. So with the Colts-Texans, start Anthony Richardson. That guy plays like he's Josh Allen, and by that I mean he don't care about his body. He's playing the Texans. And he looked if, smarter. He, this l- week. he looked a little bit smarter. But I will say this. Josh Allen, dude. Yeah. Um, here's, here's the thing. Anthony Richardson left the game late because he did get hit hard, but he is expected to play. I was going to say, but they didn't list him on any sort of injury exactly. report or anything. So he's expected to play. Yeah. And if Lamar Jackson played like Lamar Jackson this last week, he would have gone off. Like he had so many red zone opportunities. Yeah. And times to scramble, too, which he didn't, which was actually very surprising. Yeah. Start Anthony Richardson. One person I would still avoid from starting because. I this is my personal opinion just because his snap share is not great right now is Damian oh gosh, Pierce. It was week one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I disagree with I you. I would say I would say don't start any receivers on the Texans, but start Damian Pierce. Who was there to start? That's Texans my point. Receiver. I mean, Robert Woods looked like he was targeted. He had a decent amount of games. But I would I would still play Pierce if you've got him because this Colts defense isn't that great. The Jaguars put like 34 points on them. But it's not necessarily just the fact that it's not a great defense. Okay, well, the Jaguars' offense also has Calvin Ridley, who was going off. Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones all had games. Still, I mean, DeMarco uh, Ryan. Or, D'Amico Ryan. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's looks like he's like actually not terrible. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this team is going to be better than what people have assumed. I think you still start Pierce. I just don't. Don't start like uh, – yeah, I would just maybe not start any of the receivers. Like, because if you have Pierce, you you picked him not like the top like two picks, but it could be a third or fourth round mm-hmm. pick. You got to start him if you have him. This is probably one of the better weeks he should have. Yeah, I I, I still think Damian Pierce is not a great play this week. But at the so end- you're telling me if you had Pierce, I mean, not like with the even though you got Josh Jacobs out of the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life, but like. I don't know. Against 
a lot of teams this year, I think the Colts are a team I would start. Here's a Pierce. couple of running backs I would start over Pierce. Tyler Algier, or Tyler Algier. I would start Justice Hill over him as well. And then I'd also start DeAndre Swift over him. I wouldn't start Swift over him. I would. Nah, that's, yes. that's kind of crazy. Because his snap share, is, it's not there. It he was week a- one. It was week one. It's not going to be the same. But he also didn't get a lot of the passing. You know, Derrick Henry also is in the same situation. You really think they're gonna, not going to start Derrick Henry? because Who's he a got- proven commodity? Dude, Pierce did great last year. What are you talking about? Like the about? first three weeks. And then no, he, he was great all year, and then he got hurt. He was great all year. I just... He was Look, great all year. Let, I had let, him Let's last agree year. to disagree this time. Oh, my We're goodness. We're going to agree to We're disagree. We're going to move on because that is dumb. Bears, Buccaneers. Start. Bucks defense. <laughs> oh, that's actually a go, really good one. That's actually you, a really good one, yeah. If you can pick up the Bucks defense. That's dude, actually go, who I picked up. Yeah, <laughs> I, picked, I, would, I picked them up in a lot of my like out of my 16 <laughs> leagues. So whatever how many I have. Nine, I think I literally have 19 mm-hmm. leagues. Um, I was also going to say, start all your Bucks or your two main Bucks receivers yeah, because have the Packers Evans receivers yeah. had Went. games. And what's crazy is the Packers were missing Watson, their number one receiver, and they all still went off. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, so you start any Bears receiver or the Bucks defense. No, don't start the Bears receivers. The Bucks. Or Bucks. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, and, and then for this game, sit sit DJ Moore because that yeah. defense actually looked disgusting. Yeah, I have DJ Moore. There's no way I'm playing him this week. No and way. And I don't think that Justin Fields is going to get any time to throw the ball right now. Right. So at the moment, I would sit DJ Moore, start Bucks defense, start their wide receivers. Chiefs, Jags. I'm just going to be honest. Start all offensive weapons on both sides. I don't know about the Chiefs all weapons because... Okay, let me rephrase that. Start Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and then yeah. all weapons for the Jags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, maybe not Christian Kirk, now that I think about it, because actually he was getting outsnapped by Zay Jones, and when it was two wide receiver sets on the field, it was Zay, jo- it was Zay Jones Jags, and Jags Calvin are Ridley. a little bit weird, but I think Calvin Ridley does kind of flush out. Calvin, Calvin Ridley is a start every single week until oh, proven sh- otherwise. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And against the Chiefs, too, honestly, I think um, I think if the Lions had maybe another good receiver, because like, they have a Monroe St. Brown and then Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones and... I mean, if Jamison Williams decides Laporta to looks like he can maybe be a very useful target. But, like, there's a reason why it was Laporta and Amon on St. Brown that was mostly targeted. So, but, like, yeah, the, the Jaguars, if you've got... I would still maybe take a chance on Kirk this week. Because, again, week one is, like, really hard to, mm-hmm. like, really get a good analysis on anybody. I would still put Kirk over Jones because he is better. I just think it might have been one of those weeks where he just had the... You know, just had a weird week. Mm-hmm. I would put Jones. I would put Kirk over Jones. But honestly, any of them would be a decent start. Yeah, and then for the Chiefs, also just, start T- Etn too. He had a great game. Oh, that goes without saying at this yeah. point, dude. So, anyways, Packers Falcons. One player to start until proven otherwise. Give me Jordan Love, dude. He had a he looks game. Good. He had a game. Now that Falcons defense did shut down Bryce Young, but there's a difference. If Romeo, if Christian Watson is not playing still, play Dobbs. Like, mm-hmm. Dobbs did great. He, he had a touchdown. He did great. Um, obviously, Aaron Jones, but he, I think, is questionable right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll – I think – I'm not sure if he's playing yet, but I know he is questionable. Um, so, we'll probably get more information on that here in the next couple of days. But, obviously, if Jones is starting, you play him because this Falcons defense is average at best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then yeah. for the Falcons, start Algier because he got a lot of the goal line work. Algier and Robinson. Because well, Robinson, Robinson goes yeah, because he's, I mean, yeah, because he's probably like in the top round pick. Exactly. But like he got, he got a lot of receptions. That's huge. Algier, they're still giving him the ball a lot. Um, but that's really all I'd feel comfortable starting with on the Falcons Sitting? offense. Sit Kyle Pitts. I don't care what anyone says. Sit him. I would sit him until proven otherwise. Like how we're saying these other people start until I. Mm-hmm. I well, Justin the, Fields was getting manhandled this I, last week. I he did, didn't have much time to throw. Ritter is a le- is a worse thrower than Fields. He's going to have just as much time yeah, to throw. Like, like I said, I, it's the reverse for Pitts on this one. Don't start him until like he has maybe a couple good weeks in a mm-hmm. row, honestly. Um, but, yeah, no, now let's go on to the Raiders and Bills. So you're going to start, obviously, your Allens, your Diggs. But your Josh Jacobs. You're going to start Josh Jacobs, <laughs> who I fleece somebody for in our league. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, you're going to start Josh Jacobs. Um, I think it's too early to say start Jimmy G. It's it's a bit early. Just because this Bills defense can be really good. The the difference with the Broncos defense is that the Broncos secondary is solid minus um, Demari Mathis, but our pass rush couldn't get the Jimmy G. That was our issue, so we couldn't really put a ton of pressure on. But him. the run defense is the great run defense is there. great. 
Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm sticking to the Raiders and Bills. The Bills, honestly, I I wouldn't be as afraid of the Bills' defense yet until Von Miller comes back. Here's what I'm going to say for my start. And I agree. Like, the pass rush needs to work. They they Actually, the pass rush did really good it was, against the it Jets. Was, it was decent, yeah. But you're not going to like who I think you should start this week because the I think this is going to really test the Raiders' defense. And Are you going to say Gabe Davis? I am going to say Gabe Davis for two reasons. One, I, he's Josh just Allen, too risky for me. Josh Allen clearly wants to throw the ball downfield, and this Raider defense yeah, is going to see that. He yeah, I mean, he only other... threw like three picks to Jordan Whitehead down the field. Literally one player on the defense. Not even like you can't even look to throw where he's not at least to try. But I would like... say start Gabe Davis because here's the thing: the Broncos, mm. their main receiving threat was Cortland Sutton, which was obviously the right pick there. But then again, a lot of the things that the Broncos are doing were shorting. They were throwing a lot of short to mid range passes, not a lot of deep passes. The one deep pass that they did throw to Cortland Sutton, they got a pass interference call. Here's the thing. The Raiders did not get tested a ton downfield. Josh Allen is going to test them downfield. I think Game Davis, this is going to be his one of his best weeks of the season, his like three weeks that he has. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're starting Stephon Diggs because, you know, why would you not start him against anybody? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. If you have ever owned Gabe Davis, you're never going to feel comfortable really starting him. Mm-hmm. Really, you're never not. And it's you just it's kind of one of those things where you have to, if you have nobody else, you start him and just kind of pray. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if he does have a game, it's going to be like a 20 to 30 point game. Yeah. Or it's going to be like a 1 to 3 point game. Like literally. that's I don't even think he scored last week. And here's another hot take too for who I think is going to be have to be a, a sit this week. I'm going to say sit James Cook. Oh, I thought you were going to say Josh Jacobs, for some reason, I'm like, why no. I'm like, no, what the fuck is no, wrong the with Bill, you? No, the Bills' run defense got shredded by Brees Hall, who wasn't 100%. If he was 100%, he it would have been 10 times worse. He would have had probably an extra 30, 40 yards. And a touchdown, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say James Cook. Number one, he's still getting his feet wet as RB1 I don't in know. I would, I would say start him, because Raiders' defense is not that good. True. The only I, good player really right now on their defense is uh, Crosby. And... I don't know. I would start. I would start him, but I would be hesitant on starting anyone on the Raiders except for maybe Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams, and even and Josh then, Jacobs and Jacobs. Like those, yeah. You start Josh Jacobs and you start um, Devontae on the Bills. You start Stephon Diggs, and I would. I would start James Cook. I would start James Cook this week. I'm not sold on James Cook just yet, in my personal opinion, because I still think that what's it, who's the guy that was taking some of his snaps the other night. Um, I see. I just don't think that's a good thing to go off of yet. But it's also the fact that he's still very young, and the fact that Josh Allen is going to want to have a bounce back game passing compared to the garbage he was throwing the other. But night. they also might want to contain him a little bit because it shows when he he gets too reckless too. But that. But again, that's how that's I just think, I just think I just think you can't like compare snap counts yet because it was week one and most of the really good players are not going to get the most snap counts because they did not play preseason. That's also the thing, too. It's very so, young in the season, though. That's why I'm iffy on starting James Cook because it's early in the season, which means his snap counts are going to be very similar to week one. Well, I guess this is going to be one of those things where they have to pick one of us to listen to because I'm going to say I'm gonna say start James Cook. I'm saying sit James Cook. I say the only people you start on the Bills is Diggs and Cook. I mean, I guess and Allen, too, obviously. Allen, yeah. but, but even then, Allen And I'm was, saying start Gabe Davis. You're going to be... And your flex. If you start Gabe Davis, dude, you're going to be very disappointed. Speaking from personal experience, who tried numerous times... And every time you sat him, he went off, so... I only sat him, I think, like three, four times. And he went off all... Out of the whole season, three to four times I sat him, and he... Went off every single time. Yeah, but... Yeah, and that's the thing. Three or four times out of the whole season is not good. At all. I think this is one of those games where he's going to go off. Let's hop on over to the Chargers at the Titans. Start everyone on the earth. Not everyone. Right now, so we're not Eckler, sure about we don't, Eckler. We don't know if Eckler will play, but if he doesn't, you got to pick up Kelly. Philip Kelly, he's a great pickup. Kelly did. Kelly looked great. Yeah, Eckler had a game, and Kelly had a really they, good game. So. I think the I think the Chargers had like two hundred plus rushing yards that between yeah. the two of them. So mm-hmm. like it's yeah. Obviously, you still want to roll with Keenan Allen, um, Keenan Mike Allen, Williams. I would against this defense. I'm playing Mike Williams. You think I, so? Yeah, yeah. Against yeah, for sure. Um, Mike Williams, honestly, is getting to the point where it's kind of like. You almost don't really want to risk not starting him because mm-hmm. he's almost a he's a better boomer bust than Gabe Davis. Yes, Mike Williams more is consistent. more consistent than Gabe Davis. That's so, fair. So he Mike Davis is that person where you just start and hope it works out because more than likely it will. But there just will be those few games where it's like, oh, like bro, you just had twenty points last week and this week you have two points. 
that's the kind of player that um, Williams is, but he has more 20-plus points games than not, honestly. I'm starting I'm starting really any of the Chargers, like, weapons right now. The only, thing, the only thing that's just confusing is Eckler because we just don't know if he's yeah. going to play. And Quentin Johnston, I'm not sure if he's quite starting material. I would, yeah, I wouldn't call him really the best weapon right now He's because he's a rookie. They, they're mm. still kind of testing him out. But, like, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, you're definitely starting. Yeah. Next game, Niners at Rams. I'm going to keep oh, this one short and simple. So Don't just, start anyone on the Rams. Just really quickly, though, back oh. to the Chargers and Titans. If you have – what are you doing? If you have – Derrick Henry, you have to start. Derrick oh yeah, Henry. I forgot about it. But that's it. That's it. Don't start Tannehill. Don't. <laughs> don't start Tannehill. Don't start a receiver. Yeah. Hopkins is he, a little bit iffy still because. But I, it's not because of Hopkins. It's because of who's no, supposed to be Tana, throwing it's to him. Because Tannehill is awful. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. Just now it's moving. Yeah. Niners and Rams. Simple. Literally, start and everybody. I mean literally, nobody on the Rams. I don't care if it's their defense. I don't care if it. No. That not Steelers offense got absolutely Except for Akua or no? No, Kupa. I I would not start Puka Nakua either. Uh, if you have Cup, if you had Cup, then yes, you got to start him. Uh, that's the only person. Here's the thing: I think the Rams' O line is as bad as the Steelers' O line. I think Matt Stafford's going to get absolutely killed by he, that. He might, but it's still kind of one of those things where it looks like they're tre- treating Akua like yeah, Cup, Puka where they're just going to throw to him no matter what. I would start him. Maybe in your flex if you don't have a better option, but I'm going to be honest it with you. It is going to be a much more of a test for him this week. But 100%. I don't know how you don't start him after the week he had. Until He's kind of one of those things like, oh, well, maybe he's one of those players that breaks out. He okay. looks like he could be one of those players. Well, maybe Puka Nakua doesn't want to go over the middle and get lit up by uh, um, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But, but still, I, I think he's kind of one of those players where I would take a chance on. I think he's a less risky chance mm-hmm. to take because of what he just did last week. That's fair. And they proved, and and like everyone, Coach McVay came out and just freaking praised the crap out of him after that game. Yeah, I think they're going to really try to get him the ball and force feed him because they're going to think he's going to be the guy that gives them a chance. I don't think they're going to win, <laughs> but they're I gonna, don't. But they're definitely going to try and get him to be the reason that they do win. So I would definitely, I would start him this week if you've got him because you've got him because you had to drop. You've got him because you had to. Yeah, there's really no reason why you picked him up unless you like. I'm gonna be honest to. with you. I do. Th- I think he's gonna come back down to earth on this week again. Not necessarily because of him, but because I just don't think the Rams' offense is gonna be able to do anything. It is. Remember, yeah. the, it is gonna be hard because Matt Stafford is the one throwing it, and he's not a mobile quarterback. Kenny Pickett's more mobile than him, and he was getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard to say and make it matter though, because Stafford is a way better quarterback than Pickett. He's smarter. Yeah, like he's more experienced. He's better. He. He's better in like pretty much every way. So I don't know. I don't feel comfortable starting any Rams. It would it would be risky, but like I said, if you picked him up, you picked him up because you needed him. So I would start him if you have him, because you have him because you need him. Again, I'm going to disagree here. I think you bench him until proven otherwise. I wouldn't really start too many people against this Niners defense. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to have like a great game, but I'm saying the reason you have him is because you need him. You you need him because you lost your top pick. Like I feel more comfortable starting DJ Moore over him this week. Well, that's well, yeah. I'm not, but like you probably don't have DJ Moore if you have. But w- what I'm saying is you probably have other options on your bench that you could start over Puka Nakua because this is literally the worst offense, or sorry, the worst defense you could be starting a rookie against right now. Because at the end of the day, they here's the thing: the Rams now, the Rams. The Niners are way harder to play than the Seahawks, but the Rams did come out and kind of show that they are better than what we thought. True, but this defense is also better than anyone else in the NFL. It is a risky play to play him, but I say he might be worth the risk because he's not. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna score like three or four touchdowns, but he might get like ten catches. I doubt it. I again, we'll 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 agree to disagree on this one. Personally, I think he has a bust game. I don't see him going over ten points this game. I think he might be the only person that has 10-plus points. I think nobody else is going to do anything. I think Akers is going to suck. He sucked last week. He did not suck last week. He they, wasn't held as good. Like, they held him like two yards a game, a carry. And he still had a tutty. Fantasy-wise, he was fine. <laughs> yeah, he had a tutty because they got they were down on the one yard that because of Akua. And guess what? He still got it. Point is, though, I don't see anything good out of this ramp. I, I'm just saying, unless you absolutely that have t- to, don't start Puka That Nikola. touchdown by Akers was luck. Let me put it to you this way once again. Don't start Puka Nakua unless you have to. Like, if you literally have no see, better option. And see, that's where I'm. That's where this gets misconstrued because I'm saying start him because you only have him because you had to have him. 
I'm just saying there's better running backs you can play. There's better people. I would start Zay Jones over him, too, and Zay Jones is available in, like, 70%. Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, that's why you got lucky with your first win, so. (laughs) I'm just saying, you trusted yourself to bench Dalton Kincaid, and look where that got you. Yeah, but a lot of people would have done that if they were going out. You, that's that's way different. I'm this. just saying. That's, I'm that's just not saying even the same. It thing. is 100 percent the same to me. Long story short, we're gonna agree to disagree that's on this. You say start Puka Nakua. I say don't start Puka Nakua. Right. Giants and Cardinals. <laughs> oh, there's literally Barkley, old, That's it. Th- that's the only person I was gonna say you should start. I mean, Marquise Brown did have a couple of good plays. Last Maybe week, the but Giants like, defense. Maybe I don't. I don't even know there. I feel like because honestly, a defense, especially, you can go and find someone that True. looks different. Besides Saquon, may, eh, maybe Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller could have a bounce back game here. Yeah, yeah, it's possible, but I still don't and know if ta- I trust it because it okay, is, well, tight ends it, were so bad this last week. I mean, it's not like you have a worse choice. No, yeah, Darren Waller should be a top tight end, yeah. but like so until we see Barkley that. and Waller, literally for the Cardinals, the only person I would start is James Conner. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The running backs and Darren Waller, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Jets, Cowboys. The highest scoring offense of week one against, once again, Zach Wilson. I'm taking a chance on Brees Hall. I think that Cowboys thing was such a fluke. Oh, I, I, I agree. This is one of those where I 100% agree that it was a, it was very flukish in week one because the difference... The, dude, the Cowboys got their hopes so much higher than they need to be. They're, oh, they're going to have the biggest heartbreak this year. I'm predicting that right now. They're going to have the biggest heartbreak mm-hmm. they've had in a really long time. Maybe this is a hot take. I do think that Zach Wilson is a little bit better than Daniel Jones. He's a little bit dumber in like when he I gets think, flustered. I think Zach Wilson will have a. Mu- I think this. I'm not saying Zach Wilson's gonna have an amazing year, but I think this will be his best year because he had mm-hmm. a lot of time under Aaron Rodgers. They spent a lot of time working with him this year, like in the off season with all that stuff. And I don't know. I I don't think, like I said, Zach Wilson. I don't think he's gonna be great, <laughs> but I do think this will be by far his best year. Yeah. Right now, the only two Jets put. But still, I'm not starting Zach Wilson because no. you probably don't. You probably didn't draft him. You probably have a different quarterback, anyways. Like I said, Brock Purdy is hardly Aaron, picked yeah. up in any leagues. I was going to say, I'd if you go had for Aaron him. Rogers, yeah. If you had Aaron Rodgers, there's other QBs. And heck, I would still start Jared Goff over him too. So. Oh, I would definitely start Jared Goff over him for sure. Um, the only Jets players I would recommend starting: Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. That's it. Dalvin Cook, not quite yet. Not there. He's not there yet because Brees Hall, the way he was looking, Dalvin Cook's definitely second fiddle right now. Cowboys, that Jets defense was looking really good. Now, here's the thing, though. I don't think Dak is as risky as Josh Allen in terms of chucking the ball downfield. No, However, but he still throws more picks. That's what I was going to say. He still so. throws picks. I, the, only, the only person – there's two people I feel comfortable starting with the Cowboys. Pollard. Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. like Honestly, Dak Prescott might be somebody you could go pick up if you had Aaron Rodgers. Like, honestly, I, I don't think Dak Prescott was – I mean, I know that a lot of the leagues I was in, Dak Prescott wasn't even drafted. And here's the thing. I'm not opposed to starting the Cowboys defense either because this is going to be Zach Wilson's first game it'll technically be inter- starting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. And since this is in Dallas, honestly, I think the be- – But because of Brees Hall, I don't think I would start the Cowboys defense because Brees Hall just has that breakout ability. And honestly, so does Dalvin Cook. We just haven't seen yeah. it yet. I, I, I'm comfortable starting the defense. And I think they'll be a top 10 defense this week because, again, it's They Dak- should be a top five defense, in my opinion, overall. But I yeah. know that Dak is going to make them be on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb, I think, would be the only really good players to really start. Yeah. Because, like I said, defenses, if that's the defense you're considering starting, go find a new defense. Yeah. Like, the Bucks are probably a defense you can go pick up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, but, um,. Let's move on to Commanders and Broncos. This one's simple for me. The Commanders. Javante might have a great week. Javante, I think, is going to have a good week, as well as I think Cortland Sutton's going to have another solid week as well, too, because I'm not sure how healthy Jerry Judy's going to be at the moment. And I still think he'll be limited if he does play. Yeah. So, Cortland Sutton. Russell Wilson, I definitely start. I start him this week. Maybe. I think, yeah. I think this might be the week to get him really in the groove. Yeah. I'm starting so. Wilson, Sutton. And Javante. and Javante, for sure. And then for the Commanders, and their defense. If you can get pick up their defense, their pick de- up their I think defense. their defense is going to have. I think it's going to have a good week. I think Sam Howell is going to struggle against that defense for sure. <sighs> it's going to be rough, dude. I think the Commanders don't. I don't feel comfortable starting any of their running backs. No, maybe maybe scary Terry in the flex. Yeah, yeah. Scary Terry in the flex. Maybe Jahan Dotson too. Just 
Actually, you know what? I'm okay with Jahan Dotson because he's probably going to get a lot of Damari Mathis. And that's we true. saw what Jacoby Meyer did to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, it's, you know what? If you want to start Jahan Dotson in the flex, I will not stop you because Pat Sertan is going to be on Scary Terry. For, here's Ooh, th- actually, that makes me even think about Scary Terry. Here's the thing about... Because I think, I think Devontae's better than him, and De- and Patrick Sertan put up a fight against Devontae. That's what I'm saying. So, Scary Terry... Now, the only difference is here, it's going to depend how Terry McLaurin looks, too, because, remember, he's dealing with his turf toe still. Yeah. And... Ooh, I'm, I'm just not that comfortable. I'm like, if you have Scary Terry, you, you drafted him not super early, but you drafted him ahead of a lot of yeah. other receivers, so you might have to play him. But like, it's I actually gonna like be, Dotson this week, though. It's gonna be it's gonna be risky all around for against this Broncos defense, honestly. Unless it's wide receiver two, which once again, I would I'm actually okay starting Jahan Dotson in the flex because he's gonna get a lot of Demari Mathis. You're just so mad at Demari Mathis, dude. You don't understand how bad I understand. You were in my house. I understand. I saw how pissed you were. Jacoby Myers was on him for most of the game. He went for seven ninety one and two touchdowns in week one. I know, I know. I was there. I this saw. Jacoby Myers did not score a touchdown in like his first 18 games in the NFL. Yeah, he also had a worse quarterback. And the whole organization was just in shambles. And Hunter Renfro was there who took away a lot of it. No, he was with the Patriots at the time. Oh, duh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, he just had a really And Renfro's still there. He's just quiet now. Yeah, when you have Devontae, that kind of happens. <laughs> Dolphins and Patriots start Tyreek. And Tua. And Waddle. And Waddle. Tyreek, Tua, and Waddle. You all, you start all of them. Literally. Like, at this point, that Patriots defense was getting slaughtered, and if the Eagles had not taken their foot off the gas, it would not have been close. And Mostert, I think, didn't practice today, so he's, he's, quite, he's questionable. questionable. Yeah. Even if he was playing, I still think the Patriots do have a decent run defense, so it would have been kind of a risky play anyways. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you have Mostert, that means you picked him, like, in a super late round. You have other players. Yeah. For the Patriots, there's two players I'm okay starting. Kendrick Bourne was Mac Jones' favorite target wide receiver-wise. Yeah. Um, and the Dolphins' defense did not look great. Now, to be fair, it was against Justin Herbert. But I'm okay starting Kendrick Bourne in your flex. And then Hunter Henry, he was literally, fantasy-wise, the best tight end. So you kind of have to start him. Yeah, you'll start him for sure. Um, outside of that, obviously don't start Mac Jones. Don't start the Patriots' defense no, or the I Dolphins' don't. defense. The guy who took the Dolphins D number one overall, I don't know what you were thinking, but... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I just remembered that. They got negative points, I think. Or, no, did they... The Chargers won. Did I don't know if the Dolphins... The Dolphins probably, what, got, like, two points then, if that? Yeah. Because, yeah, anyways, keep, anyways, moving on. Monday Night Football f- doubleheader. Two. two Monday Night Football Saints games. at the Panthers. Maybe the <laughs> Panthers defense... I, like, don't know who to maybe, start. Oh, Chris Olave, yes. Yeah. He had a great... He, he had yeah. like 100 yards receiving last year. Yeah, night. yeah. It, ugh, they just, both these teams kind of suck. They, like, <laughs> you start Chris Olave, maybe Michael Thomas. He had a decent week one. Nothing crazy, but he had a decent He didn't week get one. hurt, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is by far better. Jamal Williams is going to have a better game this week. I think you should start you Jamal start Williams. You start Jamal Williams. You start Chris Olave for the Saints. On the Panther side of the ball, the only one I may be starting is the Panthers defense. I could maybe see Sanders. Maybe. Because the reason why the Saints defense was so good is because they picked off Tannehill. So Actually, times. I forgot. There's one Panthers guy I'm okay starting. Hayden Hurst. He was the second best tight end overall, and he was Bryce um, Bryce Young's favorite target for Week One. So yeah. Hayden Hurst, I'm okay starting with. I don't mind starting Sanders because um, I think he could have a good game this week, mm-hmm. and he is just like the clear cut running back there. But like, I don't know, he's not my favorite running back this week by yeah. far. <laughs> so. Doubleheader. Second game of the night, Browns at the Steelers. This is going to be a hot take for me, maybe. Don't start either defense. I think this is going to be a shootout for two reasons. One, the Steelers are going to be looking for revenge after getting manhandled by the Niners. Or their morale is so low, they don't know what to do. They have Mike Tomlin. If their morale is low, then Mike Tomlin is not even going to play him. He's going to bench the hell out of them. And then the Browns, coming off of a rain game, they're going to want to let it air out too. I could totally see this being an air battle. I think this week will actually show how good the Niners are. Honestly, yeah, because I think the Steelers. The only problem is Deontay Johnson is going to be out. So start George Pickens so and you Pat start, Fryer. Move. So you start Pickens and Fryer move. Um, and on the, the Browns, yeah, if you got Njoku, Chubb, Cooper. I'd even start Watson. Oh, just because yeah. he gets good. He ran a lot last week. Um, but I don't know. Like, yeah, 
Cooper, even Moore looked kind of good. Like, if you need to pick someone up, I would maybe look at Moore. Because he looks like he's going to be targeted quite a bit. I think he had the same amount of targets as Cooper. So, One player I am a little weary of starting is Deshaun Watson for one reason only. His name is TJ Watt. Um, We saw what he did to the Niners O-line. He got three sacks on them. Yeah. Now that the Browns have lost their right tackle for the season, Jack Conklin. Oh, shoot. That's right. uh, TJ Watt. So that that could be that could be either or that could mean T.J. Watt's going to get there a lot or Watson's going to run a lot. That's true. So it, it, so that could, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't hate starting Watson, but that's because if you have Watson, mm-hmm. you probably don't have a better option right now. Yeah. Um. But still, I'm still I think Purdy will have a better week than Watson. I, I think so too. I think Purdy's going to have a good week. I so, think Purdy's going to be a top quarterback this year, in my opinion, fantasy wise. Obviously, you start Nick Chubb because at the end of the day, oh, we saw God. what C-Mac did against his defense. Nick <laughs> Chubb is a better runner, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, look. And he caught. He was catching passes. He was catching passes. He caught four passes last week. Which is insane. About, that's like four more than I saw him catch say, last like, year. Maybe, that's like maybe actually a total of three, maybe more than he did last year. So, And they were not all screen passes either. Nope, nope. <laughs> So yeah, it'll be interesting, but no, this is gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good um, week. We're looking for two and zero here in the in the Playmakers League oh, here, dude. Next week, I just just looking at the schedule next week. The Giants are facing the 49ers. on Thursday Night Football in prime time. Oh, Danny Dimes is about to get Danny killed. Danny Dimes might want to call out sick. <laughs> hey, coach, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna. I'd rather call out sick and take a disciplinary action than actually get killed. <laughs> yeah, that's. Because everyone on that D-line for the Niners is insane. I, I already feel bad for Danny Dines next week. <laughs> I'm already looking past this week and looking at next I just want to shout out my fantasy team this week. I think they're going to go off. Joe Burrow is going to have a bounce back. Christian McCaffrey is going to have a week. Javante Williams is going to have a good week. Amon Ra is going to have a great week. T. Higgins, he literally cannot do worse than last week, so he's going to have a better week. I like so hope you lose this week. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, who I just fleeced. The fact that you got is in my Jacobs. flex. <sighs> That's so rough, dude. David Njoku, I got that Bucks defense in this league. Yeah. And uh, good night to Justin Fields. I don't think he's going to do great. Then obviously Harrison Butker. On my bench, I still have Jonathan Taylor, who once he comes back, once it's over. Once he comes back, we'll see what happens because who knows what's going to happen when he comes back. Yeah. We don't know who he's going to play for, if he's going to play, what's going to happen. But if he does play, that's a great pick. Yeah. So anyways, guys, this is going to be a great week of fantasy football. Make sure your leagues know what your punishment is, too, because we are fighting it out every single week. Winners always get to take home of the bragging rights. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this Pittsburgh week. Steelers All right, guys. at home again. But we appreciate you guys for everything. Remember, if you have any suggestions for us, anything you want us to talk about, make sure to let us know. We're happy to do it. Yeah, and I'll leave a poll at the end of this episode to see who you agree with more, me or Alejandro, and we'll see what's going on. You need on. to sit Puka Nakua this week, but anyways. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. See you next time.